0: Welcome to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast. In this episode, Pastor Gary Keller delivers a message entitled Respond by Faith. We hope and pray this message blesses your life. For more information about our church and other resources, visit us at nlcclancaster.com. I invite you to John chapter 7, verse 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly or his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water note verse 39 carefully, but this spake he of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive for the Holy ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Here's some good news. Jesus has been glorified and the Holy ghost has been given. But at this time in his earthly ministry, that was not the case. And so today I speak to you from this thought. Respond by faith. That's what we must do. Respond by faith. The Holy Ghost has been given. And you may be seated. Now these are the words of Jesus. Thus spake he of the Spirit. He said, out of your innermost being will flow these rivers of living water. And he was speaking of the Spirit, which they that believed on him. So now we see a connection between his Spirit and receiving his Spirit and believing. He that believes on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost at that time was not yet given. Jesus was not yet glorified. But when he died on Gargotha's hill, and they buried him, and he came out of the grave three days later, he came out with a glorified body. And from that moment until this, we have the promise of his spirit. Listen to the revealing of the promise of God's spirit which can be clearly heard in a statement made by John the Baptist. Now this is early on during the ministry of Jesus Christ. And John the Baptist said in Matthew chapter three and verse 11, he said, now I am baptizing you with water unto repentance. That's what's going on here in the Jordan River. I baptize you with water and repentance but there's one that's coming one that's coming after me that is mightier than I as a matter of fact whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and the fire and again this is a prophetic word from John the Baptist concerning the promise of the Holy Spirit so the forerunner John and the Messiah Jesus Christ both made it clear that there would come an hour, a day, a moment in which the baptism of the Holy Ghost would be available to all people. As a matter of fact, we can go back into the Old Testament. There's an Old Testament prophet who caught, I guess I could say he caught a glimpse, he, a, a preview, maybe we would call it an insight into that which would come. We find this in Acts 2, 16, where Simon Peter is quoting from the book of Joel. And this is that, that was spoken by the prophet Joel. Old Testament, way back in the Old Testament. And it shall come to pass. He's looking down through time. He's looking from one dispensation to another. It shall come to pass... In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And so the prophetic word of Joel and the words of Jesus during that great day of the feast and the words of John the Baptist as he speaks of Jesus bringing forth the baptism of the Holy Spirit, brings us to this day. And I would say to you that we indeed rightfully so have come to the conclusion that these are the last days. And I say to you that in these last days, every person in this room can be filled with the Spirit of Almighty God this morning. You'll not have to wait till tonight. Right now, now is the appointed time. This is the day. This is the hour. And you respond by faith in the Word of God because the Holy Ghost has been given. Let's look at where this all started in Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 1. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly... There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. What happened? There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. What did John the Baptist say? He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and the fire. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them in that upper room, 120 to be exact. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. And if you believe on him according to the word of God, then I would say to you, get ready for a mighty outpouring of the Holy Ghost in your life, even in this house of worship this morning goes on in Acts chapter two, and we find ourselves making our way to verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, here's here's how this happens. Jesus prophesied about it. John the Baptist told us about it. Joel spoke from the Old Testament about it. And here's what we do. This is the key. Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a promise. The promise is unto you. But not just to you. The promise is to your children. But not just to your children. To them who are afar off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. So we know that we must receive it by faith. You must believe that you're going to receive. We go to Galatians chapter 2 and there's a question here in Galatians chapter 3, I should say, in verse number 2 that is answered in Ephesians 2 and 8. Let's look at the question. Is this only, would I learn of you? This only would I learn of you? Is, is this all you have to share with me? Receive ye the spirit by the works of the law? Or by the hearing of faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so the question by the Apostle Paul to the church is this. What have we learned? What, what can I learn from you? Do I receive the spirit by the works of the law? No. The law is dead without the spirit. Or by the hearing of faith. The answer comes to us in Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. By grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Well, what is the gift of God? Peter said, repent. Repent. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost or the gift of God. And I love the dialogue that we find in John chapter 4. You know the story, and I'll not tell it, but you know the story of Jesus and the woman at the well. Won't go into all the details, but he sent his disciples into town for lunch, and he stayed there, and she came there to draw water, and he said to her, would you give me some water? And she said to him, how is it that you being a Jew, ask me a Samaritan for water? Don't you know that we have no dealings between the Jews and the Samaritans? And Jesus lets her talk, and then he talks to her, and he said, you know, if I drink the water that you'll give me from Jacob's well, if I drink that water, I'm going to thirst again. But I do have something for you. Not just the Jews. He's crossing a line here before there's even an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. He has not gone to Calvary. He has not died. He has not been buried. This is pre-barrow. This is pre-resurrection. And he says to her, I know that you're a half-breed, which the Samaritans were half-Jew, half-Gentile. I know that there's no dealings between the Samaritans and the Jews, but if I drink the water that you give me, even though it comes from our father Jacob's well, we have that in common, I know that if I drink this water, as you said to me, I'm gonna thirst again. But I want you to know that I have something for you that if you drink of the water I'm talking about, you will never thirst again. Look at verse 10, Jesus answered and said unto her, if thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given you living water. I love the statement, the question, the dialogue between Jesus and the woman at the well. If thou knewest the gift of God, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2, Ephesians 2. By grace are you saved through faith that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. If you knew who you were talking to, I wouldn't be asking you about water. You'd be asking me. It is the gift of God. Now, I know that the majority of us in this room have received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we have had the evidence of that reception by the speaking in other tongues. And I'm going to speak on behalf of the church in closing here today. And I want to introduce everyone who is watching online and those who are in this house of worship today. Allow us, New Life Christian Center, to introduce you to the gift of God this morning. And here's what I mean by that. Hallelujah. And I I will get an amen. I do believe I will get an amen from believers in the house today. That when I was hungry, the gift the gift was given to me and he became my bread of life. It's in the spirit. It's in the baptism of the spirit. Let us introduce you to the gift. When I was lost, he became my savior. When we were destitute, he became our provision. It's all in the gift. When I was sick, he became my great physician. Can we introduce you to the gift of God? When I was condemned to die because of my sin, he became my sacrificial lamb and he took my place on Golgotha's hill. The gift of God. When I was lonely, he became my friend. Hallelujah. When I was burdened down with the cares of this life, he became my burden bearer. Let us just share today with somebody that's watching online or listening in this house. Let us tell you about the gift of God that's made the difference in our life. When I was struggling in the darkness of this world, what a gift, he became my light and showed me the way out of darkness. If we could share with you some attributes about the gift of the Holy Ghost, I would go on to tell you that When I was bound, he became my deliverer. When I was walking in fear, he became my prince of peace. The gift of God will give you power. I believe I'll receive an amen right here. The gift of God will give you power over the enemy of your soul. And you talk about his presence. You cannot, listen, you cannot talk about the presence of God without talking about the power of god because when you have his presence you have his power when you have him in your life you have the authority of his name in your life hallelujah and you cannot don't you don't even go there don't don't talk about the presence of god and, and then, then just uh, confess weakness. No, when I talk about having him, I'm gonna talk about strength. I may be weak, but not him. I may be down, but not him. Hallelujah. He becomes what I need, and I find it in the gift of the Holy Ghost. Everything we need, we find in Jesus. So when you have his presence... You have his power according to Acts 1 and 8. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem. Watch this. It's in there. Be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria. And look close. And Lancaster, Ohio. It's right there in there. Praise God. It says Jerusalem, Judea, samaria ohio it says jerusalem judea samaria the united states it says unto the uttermost part of the earth it's for everybody this is not for the poor and and not the rich and it's not for the rich and not for the poor it's for whosoever will it's for everybody. Doesn't matter what your status is. We don't care where you came from, but we do care about where you're going. Doesn't matter to us what your past has been. We know what the gift of the Holy Ghost can do, it can transform a life. It can renew your life today. It's all about the gift of the Holy Ghost. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, the gift of the Holy Ghost brought healing to the land. And in this very day, hallelujah, his spirit brings physical healing emotional healing spiritual healing and notwithstanding the spirit of almighty god brings you from a lost world into his wonderful glorious light of the gospel of jesus christ so on the day of pentecost his presence brought a transforming power to the church what do you mean by transforming power pastor hallelujah i mean simply by this he takes you from darkness to light can, can anybody say man that you was lost but now you're found that's transforming hallelujah anybody is there anybody here that can say i remember when i was out there but now i'm in here i remember when i was a sinner but now i'm a saint hallelujah does anybody remember i used to walk in fear but now i walk in faith I used to hate everybody, but now I love everybody. I used to be in the miry clay, but now I'm on a solid rock. Even in this present day, when a church body is filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will transform everything in the building. That's why we're having a service like we're having tonight. God is going to transform some lives. He's going to renew some people. He's going to bring you up out of the depths of the darkness of this world and give you a new beginning and a new life. It's the, Baptist, it's the if thou knewest the gift of God. If you only knew the gift of God, he wouldn't be asking. Asking us for what we can give him hallelujah we would ask him for what he can give us is there anybody here that wants the baptism of the Holy Ghost over and over and over and over and over again renew us oh God in the baptism of your spirit shall we stand together in his presence in his presence in his spirit in his power in this house of worship He will transform lives now and tonight. Listen carefully to Psalm 16 and 11. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. You see, Acts 2 and 3 is very powerful. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire that set upon each of them everyone say cloven tongues everybody say fire Fire. oh yes say fire. fire Woo, hallelujah fire the fire of the holy ghost do it again god do it again lord jesus hallelujah do it again in this house of worship when you begin to focus on the spirit of almighty god in your life You can't contain it because he said out of your innermost being will flow rivers. So today we're going to let it flow. We're going to let it flow. And and let me say this about my God, the Lord Jesus Christ. He does not submit. How can I put this? Surrender, succumb to any other superior in or out of this world whether it's a natural king or whether it's a demonic imp, he doesn't succumb to any of that. He doesn't answer to any other authority. He doesn't report to any other ruler. He doesn't bow to any other king. He doesn't submit to any other Lord simply because there is no other superior authority ruler king lord over or above jesus christ and i say that to say this his spirit reigns supreme over all things i don't care what you're dealing with today we're getting ready to pray the ministers are making their way now and and they're going to come and turn and face you again but then they're coming right now but what's this his spirit His spirit reigns supreme over all things. And so we understand today and tonight, we understand that no circumstance that you are dealing with this morning can resist the Holy Ghost. You say, well, I came in here bound. Great, glad you're here. He's greater than whatever it is that's binding you. If thou knewest the gift of God whoo hallelujah if you knew the gift of god it'd be coming jesus no adversary no adversary can hinder the holy ghost no situation can constrain god no power can control him no enemy can defeat him no obstruction can block him no force can limit him You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I want someone to walk out of here in the power of the Holy Ghost. And that concludes this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. And for those of you on iTunes, leave us a good rating. Thank you for listening to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast.